0: So I was saying that Greece is known as a a ship-owning country but Greece is also uh, a maritime technology hub. So we have with us representatives from three major very technologically advanced uh, companies uh, competing globally and two uh, major ship owners who are going to talk to us about the Greek maritime uh, technology ecosystem and how it addresses the needs of the industry. Mr. Kokarakis here is going to give us a... Can
1: we please close the doors? Excuse me, please, I need to close the doors.
2: Thank you, Nikos. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, and welcome to Capital Inc. To survive and stay competitive, Shipping companies in the current economic climate must find innovative ways of working and by embracing modern technologies. Shipping traditionally a little bit relatively slow to adapt uh, new technologies must be aware and explore the opportunities driven by the constraints of the pandemic and the need for optimum performance, Recent years have seen have led the dramatic development of data analytics and digitalization, uh, changing reshaping the business landscape and supercharging the vessel performance. Greek technology firms are here to accelerate the digital transformation of Greek shipping. I'm honored to uh, moderate today the panel of CEOs. Uh, we have uh, representatives from Greek high technology firms, namely Mr. Roberto Κoustas. Uh, Founder and CEO of Deep sea Technologies. We have Kostas Tambedakis, uh, who is the president and I should say founder of Erma First and uh, also uh, Metis. And uh, Antonis Malaxianakis, founder and CEO of Harbor Lab. At the same time, we have the users of their products. Established traditional shipping companies in the area of tankers, Olympic Shipping, uh, President and CEO, uh, George, Mr. George Karagiorgiou. And in the area of Balkariers, uh, we have Mr. Stamatis Chandanis, CEO, CEO of Synergy Holdings. Uh, Greek high technology firms are uh, available ready and qualified to navigate the largest national fleet of the world profitably towards better modes of decarbonization and uh, and uh, digitalization now let's uh, let me ask uh, I will ask Costa first uh, You have been in this technology trip for a long time. You have founded and led a very successful company, Erma First, who broke the barriers and has a lot of clients all over the world. Could you say and please justify it, that Greece can be considered as
3: a, a maritime technology hub? Thank you, John. Thank you all. Thank you for having me, Nicolas. Thank you so much for this uh, nice event, as always. Um, first of all, uh, allow me to, to thank the previous panel, ladies and gents, from the previous panel. You have been an inspiration for you know, the Greek entrepreneurs as we are uh, on providing solutions uh, to the shipping community and mainly to the Greek shipping community. That was uh, the previous panel. It was, at least for me, a great inspiration. Thank you so much for that. So, John, I think that uh, this panel is uh, a great example that uh, Greece can be a successful hub for technology providers. Uh, We are a panel uh, of uh, three young entrepreneurs, I would say, who are promoting new technologies via services or products which are tackling um, today's maritime uh, challenges. But apart from us, we are many more. Uh, We know that uh, there is uh, the the Hellenic uh, Export Equipment Manufacturer Association, so-called HEMEXPO, which counts more than uh, 20 full members and another 15 uh, associate or affiliate members. All of them, they're providing products such as heat exchangers, sensors, electronic and electrical equipment, ropes, metal seats, all of them focusing uh, to the maritime environment, which is a great proof that Greece, apart from a major ship owning and ship management uh, nation, we we have actually all all the, I would say, um, the infrastructure to become a leader on the uh, maritime technology uh, uh, equipment providers. Apart from Hemexpo, though, there is a, a vibrant Greek ecosystems ecosystem with a lot of startups, uh, mainly focusing again on the uh, technologies which will serve the maritime uh, industry within uh, the next years.
2: Uh, Mr Martinez in the previous panel gave you a preview of uh, Greek high technology I would like to become a little bit more defined by asking the three representatives of high tech firms to indicate and prove that there are many different areas uh, that they uh, excel to uh, and the, my question is directed to all three of them, to uh, namely to Andonis, Roberto, and Costas. Without order, uh, what is that you are offering to shipping, and what distinguishes you from your competitors? Let's start with uh, Andonis, Harbor Lab. Hello, good morning to everyone. Uh,
1: so, what we provide is efficiency, transparency, connectivity and cost reduction. Uh, this is what we do. Efficiency, uh, just to give you some metrics, uh, the users of Harbor Lab can actually check one, uh, one person 40 vessels, while in the manual process, when they utilize uh, the common process, which is paper con- consumption, is one person per six vessels. Uh, Transparency, we can create KPIs regarding all the metrics of disbursements, everything that is related to the disbursement ecosystem, which is what we actually disrupt. Um, KPIs about uh, savings uh, and uh, time efficiency. Connectivity, which is something that I really feel uh, very, uh, it is very important for nowadays. Uh, You know, as an operator myself, I used to connect uh, when I was working in shipping companies in various uh, different uh, products uh, and uh, it simply, I simply did not have the time. So what we have actually done is that we create APIs where we connect uh, our software with Voyage Management Systems and ERP Systems. So uh, we eliminate uh, the manual work. And cost reduction, well, this is our bread and butter. Uh, this is what we do, uh, we have two different types of uh, models, the one is the software as a service and the other one is uh, an outsourcing model, um, we save roughly $1500 uh, per port call cool, uh, when a vessel operates in the spot market and half of that when a vessel operates uh, in time charter. Regarding um, our competitors, uh, well, we are lucky enough and we are enjoying of being the only company around the world providing a software only for disbursements. Uh, But on the outsourcing model of the business, uh, we have, let's say, two competitors that, thankfully enough for us, they drive the same inefficient process and they, they do everything manually themselves and need to hire one person per six vessels while we employ one person per 40 vessels. How do we do that? Well, and this is the great part about our company is that we have a dedicated team of port analysts, people with mathematical background that speak directly with the port authorities. They receive the official port tariffs and uh, everything that is related to disbursements and they create algorithms of how each port expense is being calculated in every port terminal and berth around the world so when the agents submit uh, their perform and final day, the algorithm go and match with what the agents submit in our platform and we highlight to the shipping companies what they should pay, what they shouldn't and actually what is uh, not supported by an official tariff and should be actually considered as part of the agency remuneration. So we are a transparency company highlighting to them what they should pay and what not.
2: Thank you. Uh, I'd like to ask uh, Roberto. I know that you're using very sophisticated mathematical uh, models, but please try to simplify to tell us what uh, your company is doing.
4: Of course. First of all, thank you very much for the invitation, as well, Nicolas. Uh, excellent panel, the previous one as well, this one, and the whole lineup today. So, I mean, of course, I'd say that our technology is the best, as anyone would. But I'm. I wouldn't want to advertise. Too much of what we do but actually focus on what all technology companies focus on doing and what I think they're successful of. So what I think makes us different is actually the selection of our clients and that is because we like working with people who know what they want to achieve and if you know what you want to achieve then you can find ways of measuring that and what the impact towards that goal is of your technology. For instance, if let's say the CII is the challenge that now we're coming to face, then we can measure how our products can improve the CII of a specific vessel. If the goal is to reduce bunker costs, then again, we can measure what the impact of our technology is against that benchmark. So that's what I think makes us different. I'm very happy to say that also knowing Adonis from Harvard Lab and Metis as well and other companies around the world are sort of emulating the same process. But what I mean our advantage here is that we are in Greece and many of the previous panelists have been our clients who have helped us develop our products. Same in this panel as well, and we're very grateful uh, towards that. And I think it's one of the competitive advantages that we s- sort of have versus everyone else in the world, and which is why I personally believe that, and I'm very optimistic about Greek shipping and Greek, Greek shipping tech, because as very successfully, I read uh, an article by Stamatis Tsadanis that uh, Greece is, and Athens specifically is the Silicon Valley of Europe and the Silicon Valley of shipping, and I think that's a very well put uh, statement.
2: We we do hope that we are going to become Silicon Valley and maybe we are already, but like Costas said, we can be Greek maritime community can be considered a high technology hub. I would like to continue with Costas talk us about, I believe Metis. Okay,
3: I think. I'm the last person who can talk about uh, this, uh, you know, MITIS and all these uh, uh, sophisticated algorithms, Roberto next to me, I think he's more expert than myself, so um, I will talk about Hermofer's group, you know, um, we started uh, as a balanced water treatment uh, maker uh, and we tried hard with your support and uh, we became one of the three um, leaders in balanced water uh, treatment worldwide. And that gave us the opportunity to convert ourselves from uh, a group, from from uh, from a company with a single product to a group with uh, various products. Uh, so nowadays, Erma uh, First uh, Group uh, counts uh, four business units or four different companies. First of all, of, ca- of, of course, it's Erma First with the balance water treatment system. But apart from that, uh, we 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 launched uh, last year. Uh, a short connection uh, called ironing uh, We call it uh, Blue Connect. We have developed uh, chlorination systems for potable water on board vessels, which um, support uh, the, the reduction of uh, plastic uh, bottles usage. And also, we're working uh, on the development of a carbon capture uh, and storage uh, uh, unit, um, as well as on some uh, energy efficiency devices. Apart from airmofers, uh, we have One Tank. One Tank uh, is, uh, is a company that we have acquired last year. It's a US based company and is dealing with ballast water again. But uh, it has the smallest ballast water treatment system in the market, targeting uh, small vessels like yachts, uh, tugboats, fishing boats, and after peak tanks for the uh, uh, large uh, crude uh, carriers. Um, and then we have MIDIS on which, uh, Yanis, unfortunately, I'm not a founder, I'm not as clever as uh, those guys are, but we're a strategic uh, investor in, uh, in MITIS, which, uh, which is dealing with uh, uh, data collection, uh, real-time uh, monitoring performance, and um, artificial, uh, via artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning. And last but not least, uh, we have our RWO. It's our German-based company. It is based in Bremen and is uh, specializing on marpol Equipment such as oil water separators, US treatment plants and uh, fresh water generators. What makes us better than our competitors? I, I think um, I will try to put it in in, in three uh, simple terms. First of all, consistency. We're very consistent in what we're doing. Second is after-sale support. We are investing a lot on after-sale support. We have uh, hubs around the globe, and we know that uh, without that um, There isn't any marine equipment manufacturer, and last but not least, whatever what whatever we design, we design based on our customer needs and based on the simplicity in operation. Thank you.
2: Thank you. One of the major allow me to say that one of the major products of these technology companies is the so-called voyage planning, which makes the vessel. Travel, having favorable currents pushing it from the, uh, from the stern. Uh, since the fuel consumption is proportional to the cube of the primed uh, speed, you can imagine what amazing reduction we can get, at least for the time that the current acts on the vessel. So it's something that we're going to see in the future. Uh, used and applied and not relying on the gut feeling of, of the captain. Uh, now let me go to the users of this uh, high technology, which is the shipping companies. Uh, let me ask uh, George first, uh, heading and leading a traditional company of tankers. Uh, to, that's the g- Greek technology that Greek technology firms satisfy your needs. Uh, do they give you, do they satisfy your wish list to ease the management of your fleet? Anything that is missing from your wish list? There's always something
0: missing. <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much. Uh, it was, uh, it's a pleasure and an honor for me to. Uh, be a part of this panel and address the audience today on the issues of the Greek technology cluster. The mere fact that our company is one of what everybody calls a traditional shipping company uh, does business with all three gentlemen that are on my right I think is a huge testament to what is happening uh, into the Greek technology cluster. Uh, as Greek as the Greek fleet increased in size, and we've now reached 5,500 ships, which are owned by uh, Greek ship owners, the need for the technology uh, increased a lot. And that, I think, gave birth to a great number of Greek companies that evolved over the last 20 or 30 years. And recently, we are witnessing uh, a new wave of what we call digital companies emerging that are here to help us even more. Uh, Olympic has been, I think, in the forefront of technology ever since 1969, when we were the first company globally to install an IBM mainframe, which was the size half the size of this room in our office in Monte Carlo. We are also one of the companies that uh, have worked a lot uh, over the last 30 years with uh, our ERP providers. And in order to give you a sense of the involvement, we have customized our ERP 437 times in 29 years. So you can understand how important it is for us uh, always to be at the forefront of, uh, of technology and digitalization basically. Lately, in the last six years, uh, we have installed a system which is managed by one of these gentlemen uh, that sits in this panel, that collects two million data points per day per ship on border ships. We need a huge database in order to manage it and we need, you know, very clever people to uh, decipher the data And provide us with good, actionable um, information. So, yes, you know, we are receiving a lot of value. The presence, the increased presence of these companies is helping us a lot. It's a great advantage that we are able to pick up the phone and talk to the CEOs of these people and invite them in our office or we go to their office and discuss our main issues on a daily basis, provide very quick feedback to what they produce, and I think uh, uh, this is invaluable. So yes, we are receiving value, I think we will be receiving a lot more in the future, as our industry moves f- from being less analog to more digital. So you know, the need for these technologies and these companies will increase even more. And I think we are very, very happy to have them with us. One thing that I would like to reiterate, uh, and it was discussed previously uh, at the previous panel by Mr. Martinez, is that Greeks were always at the forefront of innovation. And we still are. You know, in the past we did it because, you know, it used to be called efficiency or cost minimization. Uh, and, and profit maximization. Digitalization today provides exactly the same things uh, and is helping us do what we did in the past in an analogue way. Today we did we it a little bit better uh, using uh, the digital forum.
2: Thank you very much, uh, George. Uh, let's go to synergy stamatis, different cargos, but probably the same needs. What do you say?
5: Well, um, I agree with George hundred percent. I think that uh, technology today is uh, mandatory, and the implementation of uh, all the technological services that are being provided to us are uh, is basically an imminent need. So, for me, embracing technologies, uh, you know know—it's—it's it's not a matter of option. It's not a luxury choice. It's—it's uh, it's a. An immediate need, and it's like going outside of your house without having your mobile anymore. So, that is how important technology is uh, for us today. And uh, um, I'm very happy that uh, most of the people attending this panel today, and uh, some of the previous panels, and some other people that are not here today, we helped co develop uh, their systems uh, ever since 2015 16, that uh, we were among the first Greek shipping companies to install. Uh, most of the systems uh, on-board on board our ship. So for me, it's a great pleasure to be on this panel. And uh, um, the Greek companies uh, that are represented here today, uh, in my opinion, are among the best in the world, if not the the best in the world, in providing solutions uh, for the shipping uh, universe, uh, wherever that universe is, if, it, if it's in Europe or in America or in Asia. So for me, I'm very proud to uh, Be on a panel with such young and dynamic entrepreneurs that have, in my opinion, created a big, big difference in the shipping universe.
2: Thank you very much. The next question is to Andonis and Roberto. What percentage of your clientele is Greek origin? It's a statistical question.
1: Well. Uh, the company uh, launched the first product on March 10th in 2020, two days before COVID came to Greece. So uh, for you know uh, the next two years we focused on the Greek market. Currently 80% of our customers, well you couldn't travel either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Uh, so uh, 80, 80% uh, of our current customers uh, are Greeks, uh, but uh, now that we have managed to travel, uh, we see that percentage uh, dropping a bit and implementing our products to other companies as well, foreign companies.
4: Well, I'd say that Adonis is very humble because anytime time I get on the phone with him in the past three months, he's always on a plane. So <laughs> he is probably, most of his clients, I suppose, are foreign. So uh, I'd like to add something. So first of all, John, uh, regarding your view on the routing and how voyage planning can save fuel and how intuitively I mean, you feel about it. Uh, First of all, it's very inspiring to see uh, uh, someone just grasp it uh, instantly what the value proposition is. Uh, Now, in terms of our clients, I'd say that the first ones were Greek, and many of us helped us develop our systems as as Stamatis. This is one of the companies that helped us develop our systems, and that's very, very important because I was also asked previously, before this panel, is Greece a technology hub, and what needs to happen for it to be, uh, let's say, a more developed technology hub? And I think that what's needed is what many people like Yannis and Martinez, for instance, do is create, uh, let's say, a, a program where they can test or pilot their uh, technology on board their ships so they can develop them. Uh, that's, I think, very, very important. And what's very interesting is that our clients was, were 100% in Greece in 2019, 2020. We started back in 2017. But now I'd say around 30 to 40% of our clients are actually Greek. Some of them are from Japan. Norway, Singapore, and that's yeah, that's very interesting. So we
2: have a global representation. Evidently, uh, I apologize for insisting on this uh, Greek picture, but we have a saying in the place I come from uh, in Crete: if you don't say good things about your house, it is going to fall on you. Uh, So let me go back to Stamatis and to the shipping companies, and ask: Would implementation of all these high technologies change the modus operandi
5: of of the fleet? Well, that's an excellent question. I cannot really give an answer about traditional shipping companies because. Synergy is a very young and dynamic and we have more of a startup approach. That's why we feel closer to the technology companies. To give you an idea, I'm like the oldest uh, person in Synergy. So we have a very young and dynamic team. So for us, it was not, as I mentioned before, a matter of uh, choice. Um, We decided to implement it ever since the beginning. Everybody embraced that internally. So the the actual change uh, inside Synergy was pretty much uh, very natural, it was a direct continuation of our previous business without uh, all these technology facilities that we have uh, implemented. So I don't think we can live without it. And I don't think that we ever had any internal resistance in uh, implementing any of that change. I understand that other companies feel um, a little bit difficult in adapting uh, in a changing world. Uh, You know, this is not only in shipping, this happens uh, globally in all different uh, areas. But as I mentioned before, Having in mind what kind of new technologies, sorry, new regulations are now coming in the next few years, in my opinion, implementing new technology is not a matter of choice; it's not a luxury (laughs) choice. It's a matter of urgent need. So, you know, whether we like it or not, we like it. (laughs) Everybody has to to embrace it. Thank you,
2: George. Digital technologies bridge the gap between the people on board the vessels and the people ashore. How this centralized know-how will benefit the fleet?
0: Very interesting question. Greek shipping has always been relying on its people. People were the most important aspect of this success. That has arisen because of our long history, our tradition, and the way that you know, the Greek ship owner manages his ships. The Greeks know their ships better than anyone else. And this is due entirely to their people. With the new technologies, you know, the importance of the seafarer, I think, will decrease. It, it, he will not become obsolete, not for sure. But definitely, his importance will be decreased because machines will be collecting the data and will be helping the people to take better decisions, not based on intuition and what we call Naftosini, but more importantly on data that they collect uh, every day from the sensors. Now, one thing that we should make clear is that digitalization can help all the companies improve their performance. But the level of improvement is always a relative to your starting point. If you have very good people managing your ships today, do not expect that digitalization will give you a quantum leap into the future. No, you might be able to improve You know, single digit, uh, you might be able to see a single digit uh, improvement in your performance. If you have, you know, bad people managing your vessels, then digitalization will help you a lot and you will be able to reap great benefits. As I said earlier, for Greece, I think uh, it will probably diminish the competitive advantage that we were enjoying by employing Greek seafarers first on the ships and then in the offices ashore. If we embrace the new technology and I believe that every Greek shipping company will do so, I think we will be the first uh, to enjoy the benefits uh, that digitalization will bring us. And uh, we will also need to train our people in order to be able to read the signals better and adapt to a new world which will be governed more by data rather than intuition
2: thank you very much uh, that's a very good point Costas uh, uh, you have globalized your operations but uh, do you find sufficient manpower locally or you have to go explore other places as well
3: Wow, you know, the the last uh, few years that or many years that um, I'm doing what I'm doing, I was hearing the the ship owners um, rising a concern about um, you know the lack of um, seafarers, especially the Greek seafarers with with uh, 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 who, uh, as George said, you know they have Naftosini. um and and I was feeling really really sorry for them uh, because I thought that there are sufficient engineers and scientists who can support uh, us. Um, I have been proved wrong. Um, inevitably, there are, in Greece we have a lot of uh, universities uh, and uh, polyte- polytechnic schools uh, which are um, educating our people, and uh, nowadays I, I dare to say that we have a high quality uh, um, graduates uh, with um, a strong uh, academic background, uh, which is a good start. However, we're missing people with experience, and this creates a lot of uh, headaches to to all of us. Um, I think that um, the the lack of sea uh, building or ship repair activities the last many years in Greece have led us uh, to where, where we are now that we have a lot of uh, young graduates who have a strong uh, academic background, but they're missing uh, experience. Um, So this is the reality, and we have to live with that reality. Uh, Also, um, during the the crisis years, we we learned this uh, new term, at least it was very new to us, uh, the brain drain. We've seen a lot of uh, young people or experience or semi experienced people living in uh, Greece uh, heading uh, either to the Far East, where the civil activity is, or to Northern Europe or United States, where high technology uh, companies are. Um, thanks God, we've seen the last uh, two years uh, change on that, uh, with an exemption of the last three or four months. We've seen the Greek government trying to to, to bring people back, and we 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 we. We are actually served that wave, us as well as a group, and we're trying to do the, the, the brain gain. Only the last uh, year, we have managed to bring back uh, from various countries like um, United States, Korea, uh, Netherlands, UK. We, we've brought back uh, 16 young uh, engineers and scientists. Um, Experienced now, uh, because we've worked for the last four or five years in those countries, and it seems that uh, the situation is changing, and I hope that the trend will carry on to be the same. Thank you, Kostas. Uh Question for
2: Stamatis and George. Uh, let's start with Stamatis first. Uh, how easy it is to break the barriers and apply these new technologies?
5: Well, um, as I mentioned before. For us, uh, it was um, very easy because um, we started by um, installing all these uh, devices in the very early stage. So, ever since back in 2015 16, we're among the first to um, invest. And, you know, (laughs) having in mind that the dry bulk industry went through one of the worst crises of all times, to have the right mind uh, to invest in a new idea. For us, it really was a big gamble because, you know, spending money uh, for this kind of things that uh, back in the day were not so proven, it required a big um, bet. And we took this bet because, uh, you know, in our minds it was super obvious. So it was not really a matter of, uh, you know, debating uh, whether this is uh, uh, positive or not. And as I mentioned before, um, it's like the cell phone. I mean, you really do not get out of your house without having a cell phone these days. So this is how strongly I believe technology is helping shipping at the same time it's a very conservative business so you know uh, applying new technologies on a very conservative business is definitely a challenge uh, but in our case it was uh, pretty much you know this is on a take it or leave it basis uh, both on the staff uh, on and, and on the ships but nobody ever resisted it was just uh, you know embracing it ever since the beginning
2: glad to hear that uh, what about olympic shipping george well, for us i think
0: uh, innovation was always embedded in our dna uh, back from the days of mr Onassis. Um, we always you know built uh, our ships to the latest possible technical specifications and we always uh, we were always we were always there uh, engaging new technology and, and you know driving uh, uh, all our suppliers, uh, the engine manufacturers, the shipyards um, to, to to the greatest possible extent. We did it in the past in order to achieve efficiency and cost minimization. Today we need to add the third pillar that has to do with emission reductions and your ability to trade, you know, maximize perhaps the utilization of your fleet uh, when the new environmental regulations kick in next year. So. You know, I don't think that you should be confusing you know, innovation and uh, evolution uh, with traditional values. There are two different things. And without uh, evolution and, and innovation, I don't think that you can compete uh, in a global environment. So for us, it's embedded in our DNA.
2: Thank you very much. In the interest of time, I would like to close with uh, Roberto and uh, Andonis. Uh, in, in a few words, Roberto first, uh, where do you see your firm 10 years from now?
4: Thank you very much, John. Uh, That's an excellent question. So uh, what we aim to achieve is to be the partner of shipping companies all around the world towards decarbonization and improving the operational excellence of of their companies. That's where we see ourselves. And uh, because uh, before the panel, Mr. Tavlidis approached me and told me these panels are nice because actually you get to learn something uh, as well. If there is one thing that I'd like everyone to take away, I mean from my presence, please, from this panel, is that if you want to improve your CII, you have to look at voyage optimization. If you want to reduce your cost, if you pay for fuel. Voice optimization. It's the most, the lowest hanging fruit, and we've seen from companies all around the world consistent savings. So, yeah, that's my.
2: Thank you. Andonis?
1: Well, uh, in our two years of uh, history, let's say, we have already managed to become the market leaders here in Greece. So, we expect in the next force to dominate the world and become the market leaders around the world. Um, Eventually, um, we are building uh, various systems. Actually, HarborLab has already created an ecosystem of softwares, and not just one. Uh, all of them are related to ports and dis- and disbursements. Currently, dis- dis- uh, disrupting mainly the disbursement ecosystem. However, currently we are moving on to the port optimization and the service and optimizing the services of the port in house. So this is. Our dream and the
2: next step. Thank you very much. Greg Shipping has seen the rise of high technology firms providing ready ready made solutions, upscaling it, and and with complete integration of smart, innovative technology. It is tipping between science fiction and reality. We will take reality. Thank you very much.